And that's what I was doing. And one time I opened my eyes and there was a face up towards the ceiling that I saw. It was a white face. No features, but I could tell it was a face. It had eyes, a mouth. I don't think it had a nose. And like the eyes, it didn't have like eyeballs. It was just like dark in that area. It was black and in the mouth was black. Now listening to the Drink Beer and Bullshit Podcast. In a world of podcasts, five guys dare to discuss the peculiar, the terrifying, the unknown, and probably a lot of sports and beer. Stay tuned. It's about to get crazy. The Drink Beer and Bullshit Podcast. And now your hosts, Swish, Rigo, Medi, Art, and Johnny. I think people that have experienced things like seeing stuff in the woods, seeing things at night, seeing things in the sky, we gravitate to... um to want to know more about it and have discussions about it so i want to share three stories of mine that i had at my younger age that deals with some of this stuff mainly in the supernatural ghost haunting type of area you know so i'm going to start with the first one this was when i was younger And I live in the state of Washington. And when I tell people I live in Washington, they get it confused with Washington, D.C. And the only way I put it to people is in sports terms because we are sports guys. So where I live is the state that I live in is the home of the Seattle Seahawks, the Seattle Mariners, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, Washington State Cougars, the Washington Huskies. Seattle Supersonics hopefully they come back to the NBA you know but that's where I'm from that's where I was born and my parents are originally from Texas and they came up to Washington a long time ago very long time ago and I was born up here in the state of Washington and they're originally from Texas so what I'm trying to get at is that we as youngsters would visit my family in Texas in a little town called La Prior, Texas. I believe it's an hour or so south of San Antonio. And we would go there in the summers as little kids, like when school ended. The school year would go from like September to like the end of May, the beginning of June. Is when we would um, finish school. So once we finished that, we would go for about a month 
month and a half sometimes down to the prior Texas. And one of these times, uh, we, we usually visit my grandparents at their house. That's where we stay for the whole month. And they're, they were gracious enough to let us stay in their house. You know, they had room. So we stayed there. And one time I was sleeping on the couch in the living room. And it was a classic. It was one of those classic nights where the wind was blowing outside it was like a breeze but you could see the trees through the window and they were like casting a shadow into the house that's the type of vibe it was and you could see it through through the window the shadows of the trees just moving in the breeze and I was on the couch and I was trying to go to sleep it was probably midnight one o'clock in the morning I don't know I was like 16, 17, 18, somewhere around there. Maybe it was around 15 or 16. I don't remember. But it was that young. And I was sleeping on the couch. I had a blanket. And I was laying on my back on the couch. So I was facing up to the ceiling. And out of the corner of my eyes, I could see the, the trees, you know moving in the window the shadows and I was trying to go to sleep and um, I would close my eyes and open them and I couldn't fall asleep so you know when you can't fall asleep you do that you try to go to sleep you close your eyes and then you open them again and that's what I was doing and one time I opened my eyes and there was a face up towards the ceiling that I saw it was a white face no features but I could tell it was a face it had eyes a mouth I don't think it had a nose and like the eyes it didn't have like eyeballs it was just like dark in that area it was black and in the mouth was black but it was a face and I when I opened my eyes for like five seconds it scared me because I saw it up towards the ceiling it was about four feet up in the air looking down on me and it scared the shit out of me and I as soon as you know those five seconds went by I closed my eyes because I got scared and I didn't want to keep looking at it And I tell myself, well, what the hell did I just see? And scared the hell out of me. I don't think I told anybody for a little while about that. And I try to debunk it myself, as they say in the paranormal field, to try to debunk it. If you don't know what that means, it means to try to figure out a logical reason for that happening. And I've thought to myself... You know, sometimes when you close your eyes and you get those little lights when it's dark and then you see the light 
the little lights going in the dark and then when you open them you can still kind of see them when you're seeing everything else you can kind of still see the little lights and then they fade away and I tried to tell myself that that was a possibility but it was just too clear for it to be that that I saw a white face a little transparent you can kind of see through it kind of like like misty it wasn't like solid and that was one instant instance that I you know I saw something and it scared the shit out of me and that was one experience that I had so that happened and then a couple of years later at home was the second time something happened and I had probably had to have been 19 20 a couple years later and I was back at home in Washington I lived with my parents still lived on a farmhouse my father works on a farm agricultural farm um and they provide a house there for you to live in the job that he worked so we were living there on the farm and it was a night where like I said I was like 19 years old so at that age I was still young I still had a lot of freedom it's not like I was working had a full time job or anything so it was one of these instances where I would just stay up till like 4 in the morning just watching TV playing video games doing whatever and um I remember coming from my room it was like 2 o'clock in the morning I remember it was 2 o'clock in the morning and I was watching TV in my room and I went into the kitchen to grab something to eat Specifically, I remember I was going to make a sandwich, like easy 19-year-old kid stuff, like chips and a sandwich. I grabbed the bread. I started fixing a damn sandwich. Two o'clock in the morning. Everybody's asleep. I had two brothers in the house, my mom and my dad. They were in their room. They were asleep. My brothers were in their room asleep. I was the only one up. I knew I was the only one up because this was like. A nightly thing that I would do. I would stay up that late. With no one else up in the house. So I'm fixing this sandwich. And off to the other side of the kitchen. Is another room. The laundry room. And that room has a door to go outside. So from that room. I heard my name. Called Hector. I heard a voice say Hector. And without any thought. I replied. I was like what? Like I just I was fixing a sandwich And I heard my name And I said what And then I realized I'm the only motherfucker awake In the house Who the hell's saying my name Who the hell's talking to me And I looked back And it was just the kitchen light on Nobody else around And that 
scared the hell out of me too because I heard my name being called to me like clearly for me to respond back with a what like you're trying to someone's trying to get my attention so I put the damn sandwich together on the plate and booked it into the room and that scared the hell out of me too because I was like who what the hell is calling my name at two o'clock in the morning when everyone's asleep I didn't get it and then that took me back to when I saw the face in Texas and I was like shit man it started fucking scaring the shit out of me I was like what the hell So I couldn't explain that. Those are two two instances that I could not explain. And it just went, I never, nothing ever happened again in that house. I never heard anything again. I think I, the, I visited Texas after that time I had my experience in Texas again. And I never had any other occurrence there. Or at my mom's house, the farmhouse. So those were two times that something happened to me and I couldn't explain it. And I asked, you know, naturally I told my, I told my parents and my brothers this, I I believe the next morning I told them I heard somebody say my name and they're all like, no, well, you know, we're all asleep. So I was confused and I was like, what the hell? It scared me. That scared me too. I'm not the type of person to hear shit, you know, like just to hear things like voices, disembodied voices. I believe that's what they call it, you know, because it doesn't happen often. I don't hear stuff often. It just happened that instance. And then I saw what I saw in Texas. And then the third time something happened was in the house that I live in now. That I was renting a house in the town that I live in. And then I decided to jump to buy a house, you know. So I went through the process of doing that. And I got the house. And we moved in. And it's a two-story house. It's a more modern type of house. It's not an old house. It's not like a... It, there's no way it... I don't believe it has like a history of things like older houses do. So, and I've never had anything in this house happen until that third, you know, that third experience. Which was like maybe three years ago. I came home from work and what I do when I get home from work I obviously I park the car I know a lot of people do this that what I'm saying they they do this but I'm just going through the steps of what happened so like I parked in the driveway and I come in through the I work where I work now is that same farm with my father the agricultural farm and we do a lot of stuff on that farm. We get, you know, we get dirty, we get sweaty, 
were out there for 11, 12, 13 hours. You know, that's the kind of job it is. It's it's um, it's not an easy job. So when I come home, I park in the driveway and I come in through the garage. And the garage goes into the laundry room where I take off my clothes, my work clothes. It's like a mud room. I use it as a mud room, you know, all my dirty clothes in there and whatnot. I leave it in there, my boots. So I get undressed from the dirty clothes. I go into the house and I'll go upstairs the master bedroom is upstairs so I'll go up there and hop in the shower take a shower I'm done for the day it's time it's over you know take a shower eat dinner relax the rest of the night so I go upstairs into the room the master bedroom has its own like a lot of houses do these days the newer houses have has its own master bathroom with the shower in there you know what you would expect this room is only for me and my fiance we're the only ones ever in that room no one else goes in that room there's nobody needs to go in that room it's just me and her So I go in the room and I go in the bathroom and get ready to do what I need to do to get clean and whatnot. And on the toilet, the commode, as they call it, I call it the toilet. All the lid, everything's down on it with the lid down where you can like sit on it and be okay. And in the middle of the of the lid is the toilet paper roll the little like cardboard roll that goes inside the toilet paper you know where you're when you're done you have to take that little you take the little roll and you throw it away annoying as hell the little roll but this little roll is sitting in the middle of the toilet seat and it's standing vertical not horizontal where it could roll off you know like where you could roll it but it's standing vertical like right in the middle and I was confused because I was like why the fuck is this just in the middle of the the toilet lid down like standing up and down and I try to and there's I try to see if it like fell from somewhere and just like landed there perfectly. And I couldn't explain it. And I called my fiance and I was like, hey, did you leave this, the little toilet paper roll on the toilet seat for a reason? And she said that she, she didn't know what I was talking about. She's like, she's like, I don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about. So I was confused. I was like, well, what do you mean? She's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't touch anything. I didn't leave anything. And I was like, all right, well, that's cool. Well, there's like the little toilet paper roll thing just sitting there on the toilet seat. Like the lid is like everything's down, but it's like standing there right in the middle, like perfectly placed. 
She was like, nope, nothing. I was like, shit, man. Here we go again. Here we go again. And we never found an explanation for that. And nothing has happened since. The next day after that had happened, the toilet paper thing, the little roll, I came home, exact same thing. I went into the bathroom and I pulled open the shower curtain and a bottle of shampoo and conditioner were in the middle of the tub. Right? I was like, holy shit. I called my fiance again. I was like, you will not believe this. <laughs> that time she said, yeah, that, that was me. I, I left him there. My heart sank to my stomach. I was like, holy shit, it happened again. But she said that that was her. So that gave me a little bit of relief. I was like, oh, fuck. You know, I was like, shit's about to hit the fan now. Poltergeists and shit. But that was explained she explained that the the roll on the on the toilet seat on the cover the lid unexplainable three instances of unexplained things that i have no answers for and that i've experienced and that has me interested in the paranormal the supernatural hauntings ghosts i watch a lot of stuff on tv I read a lot of stories. I know stuff on TV is exaggerated a lot, made for ratings. It's still entertaining, but I still dive into this shit to try to find answers of why I experienced this and to see if anybody else experiences this. So I also have my brother and I coming home from work one day swear we saw a ufo and that's another story for another day i'm not saying it was but shit was convincing so those are my three instances of times that something something unexplained happened to me and i can't explain it and that's why i'm interested and on the podcast we're going to get into personal stories because i know the guy's have their own stories of things that they've experienced and we're going to talk about those and we're also going to talk about other things that go on in the world stories so that's one thing to look forward to to the podcast we're also going to talk about the stories we live in the pacific northwest the cascade mountains you know the volcanoes that are in the state, the woods, the forests. Is Bigfoot out there? I think so. But that's a topic for discussion. I love the discussion of the something that a story that I heard when I was younger was the Jersey Devil in the Pine Barrens. That's always interested me. So that's a lot of things that we're going to get into in the podcast and then we're gonna drink some beer and bullshit about other stuff like music movies and other things sports cowboys fan 
where am I at? Right here. Cowboys fan. Three of us on the podcast are Dallas Cowboys fans. We're from Washington, yes, but we're Dallas Cowboys fans. My parents are from Texas. We were raised Dallas Cowboys fans. Medi, Rigo, Seahawks fans. Rigo's in Texas. Seahawks fan. We're going to go back and forth. Because we don't like the Seahawks. They talk a lot of shit. Their fans do. So that's stuff that we're going to get into on the podcast as well. This has been a Swish Made production. Remember to follow us on social media.